With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast. Hour one. Do y'all know how hard it is to get a golf course reservation on a Friday afternoon in Atlanta? <laughs> Welcome. Eric Erickson. I was coming up here to play golf with a buddy of mine today. He, there's some pine tree golf club or something up in Kennesaw. He's going to get us in this afternoon. He's like, can't do it. They're all full. We're going to Top Golf. I may see you there. Welcome. It is Friday. It's Open Line Friday, no less. 877-973-7425. I want to not talk. First of all, there aren't a lot of major news stories happening right now. I was hoping the Supreme Court would at least break the monotony today with some of their big cases, but they're holding on to them. They've got some really big cases coming up. And I'm really tired talking about the indictment in Trump in 2024. So we're going to go out on a limb and we're going to talk about something else to start the show. But deeply relevant, it is some data from Pew Research, which is one of the good pollsters in the country. There are still good pollsters in the country. And the thing that separates the good pollsters from the bad pollsters is the good pollsters, they call mobile phones and landline phones. They call people who are actually on voter lists, so they're actually a registered voter, and they actually use live operator phone calls where it's actually a human. You're more likely to answer a call from a human than a robot and stick with a survey. It's harder and harder to do. Fewer and fewer people want to answer the phone. But Pew does a very good job. And I, this is actually, it's older data that I missed, but it has recirculated over the last couple of days from a couple of articles. And we should meditate on this because it's a relevant point to what's happening right now in the country. America's Americans take a dim view of the nation's future. They look more positively at the past. And by the way, you should know this transcends racial lines. Looking ahead to 2050, 66% of people expect our economy will be weaker. 71% expect we will be less important to the world. 77% believe we'll be more politically divided. 81% believe the gap between the rich and poor will grow. Now, you know, that's actually different Just 20 years ago, Americans were more optimistic about the future than the past. We've reached a weird point where Americans are actually way more pessimistic about the future than the past. It used to be Americans saw our past and our flaws and thought the future is going to be better. And what it is, is uh, the boomers and Gen Xers are believing, and now the older millennials who are starting to have kids believe that their children will have a worse future. Decline is a choice. 
And uh, Americans are choosing to decline in their worldview. Now, if I do believe you know that I am a fan of the screw tape letters. Have you never, if you've never read the screw tape letters, the screw tape letters are a series of letters written by C.S. Lewis. They appeared as a serialized uh, work and then were compiled into a book. And the letters are from a demon named Screwtape to his apprentice named Wormwood. And the letters are advice to Wormwood on how to drag a man off to hell. The point here is not theology. There, there's, a, there's a philosophical issue here, and, and there's actually a, a real uh, psychological issue here, but C.S. Lewis captured this. The 15th letter is also my favorite letter, and it's exactly on this point about people. They're looking to the past lovingly or to the future. This is Screwtape writing to Wormwood. And you should know he's writing these letters C.S. Lewis is during World War II. My dear Wormwood, I had noticed, of course, that the humans were having a lull in their European war, what they naively call the war, and am not surprised that there is a corresponding lull in the patient's anxieties. Do we want to encourage this or to keep him worried? Tortured fear and stupid confidence are both desirable states of mind. Our choice between them raises important questions. The humans live in time. But our enemy, that would be in Screwtape's letters, God, our enemy destines them for eternity. He, therefore, I believe, wants them to attend chiefly to two things, to eternity itself and to that point of time which they call the present. For the present is the point at which time touches eternity. Of the present moment and of it only, humans have an experience analogous to the experience which our enemy has of reality as a whole. In it alone, freedom and actuality are offered them. He would therefore have them continually concerned either about eternity, which means those things about him, or with the present, either meditating on their eternal union with or separation from himself, or else obeying the present voice of conscience, bearing the present cross, receiving the present grace, giving thanks to the present pleasure. Our business, Wormwood, is to get them away from the eternal and away from the present. With this in view, we sometimes tempt a human, say a widow or a scholar, to live in the past. But this is of limited value, for they have some real knowledge of the past, and it has a determinate nature, and to that extent resembles eternity. It is far better to make them live in the future. Biological necessity makes all their passions point in that direction already. So that thought about the future inflames hope and fear also it is unknown to them, so that in making them think about it, we make them think of unrealities. In a word, the future is of all things the thing least like eternity. It is the most completely temporal part of time, for the past is frozen and no longer flows, and the present is all lit up with eternal rays. Hence the encouragement we have given to all those schemes of thought, such as creative evolution, scientific humanism, or communism which fix men's affections on the future on the very core of temporality. 
Hence, nearly all vices are rooted in the future. Gratitude looks to the past and love to the present. Fear, greed, lust, ambition, they look ahead. Do not think lust an exception. When the present pleasure arrives, the sin which alone interests us is already over. The pleasure is just the part of the process which we regret and would exclude if we could do so without losing the sin. It is the part contributed by the enemy and therefore experienced in a present. The sin, which is our contribution, looks forward. To be sure, the enemy wants men to look forward, too, to the future. Just so much as is necessary for now planning the acts of justice or charity, which will be probably their duty tomorrow. The duty of planning the morrow's work today is today's duty, though its material is borrowed from the future. We want a man hag-ridden by the future, haunted by visions of an imminent heaven or hell upon earth, ready to break the enemy's commands in the present. If by doing so, we make him think he can attain the one or avert the other, dependent for his faith on the success or failure of schemes whose end he will not live to see. We want a whole race of man perpetually in pursuit of the rainbow's end, never honest, never kind, never happy now, but always using as mere fuel wherewith to heap the altar of the future every real gift that is offered them in the present. In other words, we want you living in existential dread of the future. And when the future comes, if you have some grand and glorious idea of the future and it arrives, you're not happy because you've built an idol of the future in your mind and it comes crashing down on when the reality of the future becomes the present and it's not what you desired in your head, or you are a pessimist of the future and you always get to a future that's never as pessimistic as you've designed and you just think, just wait, it's still coming. That's me, not screw tape, but screw tape would echo this. And that, my friends, is the problem with the Pew Research study because the Pew Research study shows people, black, white, Hispanic, think that it was better in this country 50 years ago than today. That would put you in 1973 with the nation beginning to crack apart over Watergate. Crime was up 125% from five years before. Riots in the streets, bombings on a weekly basis in California from left-wing terrorist groups, still the struggle of civil rights and anxiety over race relations and desegregation of schools in the country. People think 50 years ago was better than today. Uh, Newsflash, people, you're more free today with more technology today, with greater ability to roam the world today, with cheaper costs today than 50 years ago. Today is really freaking good compared to 50 years ago, and yet people have this idealized version of the past in their head, and every single one of you does. Just for those of you who had a grandmother you had a relationship with, your grandmother's cooking. Except for mine. She wasn't a very good cook. But you know what I mean. I had my my business agent actually came uh, last week, um, my my radio agent, and he was sitting on my front porch, and he was talking about I I cook a lot. In fact, I've got bread dough rising for 96 hours. I'm working on a recipe for you all. And he said he remembers his grandmother's fried chicken. She was a, a refugee from the, the Holocaust from Germany. She fled the Germans. She was Jewish. She moved to Texas, married a, a man from West Texas, a Methodist, and learned to cook Southern food. And he says he can still remember just how good her fried okra and her fried chicken was. 
you remember fondly things of the past, and that makes an idealized version of the past, and you worry about the future, and the worries of the future give you the anxieties of today. I, I have a sneaking suspicion that a lot of the anxiety you have about your neighbor and about politics and about the future of the country is because of your dread of the future. So you're living in the past and you're using the past as your benchmark for where the future is and you're failing to appreciate every single thing around you right now. And that is affecting our politics. It's affecting our relationships with people who disagree with us. It's affecting who we want to vote for for president. Our existential fear of the future, the decline we've made as a choice as a nation, moving forward, the idea among our elites that China is resurgent and dominant and we are fading away that we must embrace because our, our political leaders have embraced it. We have no choice. They're the ones in charge. And we haven't upended the system and thrown them out and decided, you know what, decline is a choice we're not going to make. We're not there. Maybe we will get there. But it's really striking data. We live in fear of each other and angst about each other's political views. And we see uh, zealots on both sides. And I would say particularly on the left, rushing to change culture as quickly as possible, indoctrinating your children into a future they intend to shape because they think we've already declined. We're going to fail. We're going to be worse off. So they might as well get to a future of some design that they have made that is not the future. EDFS would want if we were busy actually living in the present and appreciating each other and what we have. And the result is our fear and anxiety of the future and our idealization of a past that really wasn't has caused us to screw up the present. Again, to quote Wormwood, or rather screw tape, we want a man hag-ridden by the future haunted by visions of an imminent heaven or hell upon earth, ready to break the enemy's commands and the president by doing so we make him think he can attain one or avert the other, dependent for his faith on the success or failure of schemes whose end he will not live to see. We are living in the 15th screw tape letter. People are scared of the future and so they've idealized the past and so they've forgotten to appreciate the present. And that explains so much of the current political antagonisms we're going through right now. Have you ever wished you could become an even more effective conservative advocate? Like uh, who could you rely on to give you the knowledge and information you need to make more persuasive arguments, how to knock on doors, how to show up at your local city council or to meet your state legislator to advocate for small government? Americans for Prosperity can help you. They train you to be a better conservative activist, to grow the movement and fight for small government around the country from the local level to the federal level. And they put points on the board. Over 200 legislative victories in the past year alone advocating for smaller government and reduced regulation. Americans for Prosperity wants you on their team. You can join them at americansforprosperity.org slash eric. Americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. They've got over 30 chapters around the country in states. They're growing new ones all the time. Be a part of a movement for small government with americansforprosperity.org slash eric. Go check them out today. Greetings, conversationalists. Open line Friday, 877-973-7425, where you get to help set the tone of the show as well. Let's go to the first call. Tyson, you're going to be up first. Welcome. Hey, Eric. Thanks for having me on. Sure. I, I wanted to help 
here's my vision of how Ron DeSantis can, you know, bring in every single Trump voter out there is that he needs to embrace the Trump, everything positive about Trump, what people love about him, how he wants to, you know, you know, he just needs to go on record and say, I'm going to pardon Trump. Just basically say that. If I, if I become president, I will pardon Trump because we all know he might be a go to jail. Who knows on that? Even the, the craziest side of the people that love him, they need to embrace. He needs to embrace that and say, January 6th, I'll pardon them all. Uh, well, and, and you China. know, so he, he started doing that, and I, I, I would not be surprised if it's amped up. One of, one of the more curious aspects of all of this is how quiet he has been compared to Haley, Scott, Christie, and Pence. Now, you expect Christie to be loud. You expect Pence to be a little loud. Uh, but you would have expected DeSantis to be loud. And I, I really do suspect, just based on conversations I've had, don't have inside knowledge on DeSantis particularly, but I know some of the candidates are really focus grouping this and messaging this to Trump voters to see what connects to them to explain to them that they probably do at this point need to move on from Trump. Uh, and part of the issue, as I mentioned yesterday, is there has been admittedly for really eight years almost, it seems, this crying wolf aspect of people have said, this is it, this is the end, beginning of the end, and it never has been. So how do you tell them this is different and explain to them that for Trump's own good, you got to move on to someone else. That message is being tested. I don't know what they come up with, but I just find it notable that DeSantis has been quieter than most out there, having been so visible visible for so long on the campaign trail once he got out there and suddenly not. I, I got to imagine they're trying to figure out what works to convince Trump voters uh, now's the time for Trump's own good and their own. If you really want to stop Biden and ensure Trump stays out of prison, you got to find someone other than Trump to go with. Uh, North Carolina voters, we'll talk about this when we come back. They huh, really don't want Joe Biden, but they don't want Donald Trump either. That provides an opening even among Republican voters there if they can figure it out. Now, some of you are just trying to figure out how to keep your computers online at your office or at your home. Vision Computers can help you. They can build you a custom PC with room for upgrade, room for expansion, uh, room to keep it going over time, and then they can service it. They can service it in many cases remotely. So if you've got a small business, mid-sized business, you need somebody to be your IT support and you can't afford to hire the IT guy, you let your employees just call Vision. They'll give you the number. The employees can call. They can help them with email, printer, you name it. For a small annual fee, you can even get Vision Computers to be your tech support guys without buying your computers from them. But you should buy your computers from them because they're fantastic and they will build you machines that last. 404 Computers, their phone number, anywhere nationwide. You can also go to visioncomputers.com. If, however, you call them at 404 Compute, ask them about the Eric Erickson special, you can get a great deal from Vision Computers, not even on their website. Visioncomputers.com or 404 Compute, ask about the Eric Erickson special. They can keep you going. If you've got a business and you need your computers operational for your return on investment, Vision's who you want to do business with, 404 Compute. Hi there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across America. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I got, so yesterday I I I mentioned my my buddy David his birthday I'd missed it said happy birthday he's gonna blow up his phone well normally he would text me and he never texted me yesterday I was like oh my gosh nobody listened I mean it's the fear of every radio show host in America suddenly you flatlined in the ratings. 
And then I saw on Facebook, he sent me a message and said, <laughs> everybody was blowing up. Good. That's what I was hoping is, is everyone would light up his phones, which reminds me, I got to reach out to him about being the photographer for the gathering in August. Uh, Nikki Haley will be at the gathering in August. Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott, Vivek Ramaswamy, um, Ron DeSantis. We're waiting for DeSantis to confirm we're Confident he's going to be there, but he's got to confirm. We've invited Chris Christie, waiting to hear back from them. Uh, we'll have Governor Kemp there, obviously. We've invited uh, Governors Yunkin and Lee. We're waiting to see whether or not they can make it. Uh, but it will be a fantastic uh, event in August. You can find out more at ericericksonshow.com or ewerickson.com. You can click on the Gathering tab up top. Uh, and we got to work on the hotel. <laughs> so I've sent out the link for people to get their hotel rooms. Twice now, and both times it worked when I sent it out, and then it broke when everybody else did it. So we're working on that. A little frustrating, but nonetheless, we move on. Um, so I, I, I have a philosophical problem with the Alphabet Gang. This isn't to be disparaging. It's just related to a new story. Um, if you are black in America or Asian— you don't need a bumper sticker on the back of your car to let people know you're black or Asian. It, it's fairly visible. And one of the issues I, I, I have with the Alphabet Gang is the use of the civil rights struggle and the battle over slavery in, in the Reconstruction and, and post-Civil War America uh, to tie it into the imagery of what they're going through. And in, in all honesty, I, you, if you've got to have a bumper sticker on the back of your car to let me know uh, what your sexual preference is, that's really a big difference from someone's skin color. You can, if you are gay and white in the 1950s or 60s, go into a business and not have to worry about which counter you sit at or which water fountain you drink from. But if you were black, you had to be very mindful of that. And really, in parts of the country, you've had to be mindful of that up until recent history. And in some parts of the South, frankly, the 70s, 80s, even some parts of the 90s, not necessarily fantastic. The left would have you believe it's still awful today. It's gotten much better. We've had our first black president of the United States. But it is an issue using the imagery— of racial struggle, particularly when it, 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 sometimes it's not even a struggle that you're using the imagery for, I just think is wrong. Which leads me to this story from KFOR in Oklahoma. The headline is this. Realtor helps LGBTQ plus Texans leave state through Rainbow Underground Railroad. That's the headline. Realtor helps LGBTQ plus Texans leave state through Rainbow Underground Railroad. Now, what was the Underground Railroad? For those of you in Rio Linda, it was not a subway system. The Underground Railroad were abolitionist activists who would have safe houses for people, particularly slaves fleeing the South. A network of homes through which people under the cover of night could travel north, 
escaping slavery. And when they got to the North, taken in by abolitionists who helped rehabilitate their lives and got them settled and then kept them safe from those who might around the North travel around and try to kidnap uh, escaped slaves and ferry them back to the South. The Underground Railroad was something where the people who participated in it could very literally die. They could be murdered. It was a very big thing. It was historically significantly important. To compare gay people in Texas leaving the state to the Underground Railroad should be offensive even to people who are gay. This is, this is how the story begins. The end of the month can't come soon enough for Paul Lewis. He'll get to hand over the keys to his house in a Dallas suburb and start a long drive north where he'll become the latest LGBTQ plus Texan to leave the state in hopes of finding a friendlier place to call home. Part of me hates the fact that I'm leaving Texas, the home I've always known, Lewis said. But part of me is also excited by the fact that I get to start a new chapter. The lifelong Texan committed in January to begin looking for somewhere else to move. He explained how two factors ultimately solidified that decision, pointing to the growing number of LGBTQ plus restrictions introduced this legislative session, as well as the frequency of deadly mass shootings happening in the state. He noted his home in Carrollton, Texas, is 20 minutes from the Allen Premium Outlets where a gunman killed eight people in May. Plus, the governor recently signed a bill into law that would ban transgender minors from receiving certain health care options to help in their transition. I don't feel like Texas is my home anymore, Lewis said simply. He ended up selling his home through a real estate service launched last summer by Dallas-based broker Bob McCraney, who sought to help LGBTQ plus people list their homes in Texas and then connect them with an agent in another state or even a different country. Where they'd like to go next, McCraney initially called it Flea Texas, but soon changed the name to reflect a broader group of people expressing interest in the service. What we discovered was we got so much response from other states that we decided to expand and become flea red states. McCraney said Tuesday, we've helped 27 groups of people so far get out. When someone goes to the website fleeredstates.com, a message reads, as LGBTQIA plus citizens, oh, now they've added letters. It's the I's and the A's as well now. <laughs> citizens and red states, many of us feel at risk. Current laws are highly discriminatory against trans youth and their families. Our marriages, our families, and even our safety are at risk. If you feel the need to leave the jurisdiction of a red state, let us help you sell your property here and connect you with an LGBTQIA plus or ally agent in a better location of your choice. We are licensed in Texas, and we have affiliates in all 50 states and several countries. We're calling it kind of the Rainbow Underground Railroad, McCraney said. We're trying to get people out quietly and get them someplace where they <laughs> Get them out quietly? <laughs> what, are they, <laughs> what are they afraid will happen? Somebody's going to come by with baked beans and brisket and feed them? <laughs> How absurd. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Oh, we're trying to get him out quietly under the cover of night. Cover up your coexist bumper stickers and the rainbow flag on the back of your car. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is this is a rainbow underground railroad. We got Sojourner Truth coming for you. <laughs> She'll help you get out. She's armed. <laughs> oh my gosh, Harriet Tubman. Here she comes. Harriet Tubman's going to take you out. She's going to rescue you. Put her on the $20 bill for helping with the Rainbow Underground Railroad. Oh, my gosh. This is so absurd. <laughs> Listen, kudos to Mr. McCready. What a genius. You notice the one guy who's not fleeing the awful state of Texas is the realtor making a boatload of cash off the fear of these other people leaving. <laughs> the governor had an event Thursday to sign a bill that will bar transgender women from playing on female sports teams at the collegiate level, which expands law passed two years ago in Texas. KXAN asked Abbott to address its reporting that dozens of people are le- dozens of people are leaving the state. He responded to a question about what he would say to LGBTQ plus Texans who assert they no longer feel welcome here anyway. Texas, of course, is a very welcoming state and we want everyone to be here. So much so because the policies we promote, Texas over the past decade has been the leading state in the United States of America. People choose to move to for our policies and we continue to advance policies that protect children, that protect women in sports, but protect all Texans. Oh, 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 a woman sold her house in Austin and resides now in New Zealand, where she traveled last week to reunite with her transgender son, who's in nursing school there. They decided to go somewhere overseas rather than another state because they're concerned about a possible shift in the national political rhetoric against transgender rights. Now, who would be at fault for that? Could it possibly be the men who are becoming girls and invading bathrooms or competing against girls as worse? It couldn't possibly be that the transgender community has to shoulder some of the blame here, huh? McCraney says he's helped people flee to Portugal, Mexico, and Ireland. But many just move elsewhere in the United States. Think about the mentality of someone who flees Austin, Texas for New Zealand. Austin, Texas, people. I mean, it's like the Moscow of the South. Do you know I've got a friend who lives in Austin, Texas, and in his neighborhood, they banned mailboxes at people's houses? Everyone now has to go to the front of the neighborhood to a little community-like hut where the mailboxes are. Why? Global warming. You don't want those idling Jeeps from the post office driving up and down delivering the mail. Instead, you want everyone in the neighborhood driving their cars to the front of the neighborhood to pick up their mail. That They tried to ban barbecue from offset smokers in Austin, and you're fleeing Austin, Texas. You might as well just go to California. This is 
this is the absurdity. God bless this realtor, though. What a marketing scheme. This is genius. What a genius marketing scheme. We're going to put you on the Rainbow Underground Railroad to New Zealand. That's what they're going to do. That's just, I mean, I, I, I got to give it to them. This is some some genius marketing. And you, you know what? You know what? The ads are are definitely you one hundred percent. You and I both know that the TV ads for the realtor and the underground railroad is going to be this one. Okay, this one's for Gabby. Hello, are you interested in leaving Texas and going to another state? I would like to introduce you to the Rainbow Underground Railroad, where we will take a commission on your home and allow you to pack up and flee the brisket of Texas for the Brooklyn barbecue of New York City. Somewhere over the Underground Rainbow Railroad, you'll find safety and security in places like New Zealand, Ireland, California, but not Detroit or San Francisco. You might get mugged there. <laughs> I just, oh my gosh. <laughs> this is the most absurd thing. By the way, you know one of the, the those angry groups in Texas that the left hates and is contributing to this is actually, believe it or not, I'm not making this up, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile in, I think it was Carrollton, Texas. I think it was there. They ran 11 conservative parents against the woke school board members and won every single race and it put a big target on Patriot Mobile's back and, and the left is coming for them, which is another reason you should do business with them. You can go to patriotmobile.com slash Eric today and you can move your cell phone service to Patriot Mobile. They're actually headquartered out of, out of Texas, out of the Dallas suburbs. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. You can also call them 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. You get free activation. They take a portion of their profits and contribute to the conservative causes you care about, including conservative parents battling school board members around the country who are too woke, and they've had an incredible success record doing it. It's PatriotMobile.com slash Eric. You get guaranteed great service. They use the same cell towers. You're probably already using and they share your values and contribute to the cause you care about. You can even take your existing phone number to them. PatriotMobile.com slash Eric or 972-PATRIOT. Tell them I sent you. Hello there. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson across the nation. This hour is brought to you by First Liberty Building and Loan. If you're trying to grow your business and lenders are giving you a hard time getting access to capital, First Liberty makes their own lending decisions and they can help your business grow. If you need $250,000 or more to buy a building, build a building, buy a franchise, expand a franchise, buy out a business partner, things like that, reach out to them. FirstLibertyGA.com. FirstLibertyGA.com. They can help you nationwide. Let's see real quick. Tony, I want to go to you. Welcome, Tony. Happy Friday. Hey, how you doing? Happy Friday. Um, you, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the um, gay rights, with the civil rights movement. And, um, that, you know, the real reason why this is happening because uh, – you know, the racism and this, and with blacks and, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff is pretty much gone. You know, you still have some, but there's nobody really stopping us from getting what we want. So they need a new civil rights group. They need a new group of people. So this is that, that you know, the Democrats know that it's not it's not working anymore with the skin color stuff. So now let's, we, we need another group of people that we can say, oh, you're being mistreated. Uh, 
You know, the government is against you. It's, and that's all it is. You know, I mean, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. And Al Shopman and, and Jesse Jackson Allen should be outraged for them to even use and attach that to civil rights for what they so-called went through and fought through way back in the 60s. And you now you're allowing them to attack another group that have not gone through anything what we've gone through because they know that the civil rights movement is 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 non-existing now. It's it's I'm a black man. I'm a I'm a homeowner, business owner, college graduate. I, nobody has never told me no. So now they need a new group. They need somebody else to say you've been done wrong. You've been mistreated. Come over here. They need a new civil rights movement. That's all it is. Hey, listen, uh, if they don't do this, they're going to go out of business. They don't want to go to business. So they got to manufacture new exactly. outrage to keep the money coming in. Tony, look, I appreciate it so much. You have a great weekend. It is Open Line Friday here, 877-973-7425. Should you wish to be on the program, I am happy to have you. When we come back, voters in North Carolina – are signaling they really, really do not want Joe Biden to be the Democratic nominee. Only one man he's beaten. You can give that a guess. Big issue for Joe, his age. People are really starting to think he's too old to be president of the United States. But first, I want to be very pointed with you all. Some of you are being taken advantage of or about to be taken advantage of. Some of you have been taken advantage of. I want to discuss the grifters on the left of me and on the right of me, grifters all around. We should be able to clean this stuff up. We should at least be able to be pointed with it. But you know what? Some people are so invested emotionally in the grifters that they can't admit it's all been a scam. Looking at y'all, Stacey Abrams supporters. When we come back, some profound new data about all those big voter registration drives run by Democratic candidates claiming they were going to dominate and where those actual voter registrations actually came from, it kind of dispels the myth that they were super effective grassroots organizers. While meanwhile on the right, one group wants $108 million to do ballot harvesting in just three states. The grifters are running amok. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.